When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I would think the Calgary Flames are probably ready to leave St. Louis. I, I mean, we, we talked on the other show about what's there to do in St. Louis. Sarah Valley crushed St. Louis, said it was the worst. I think they're probably ready to get up on a plane and uh, wherever. Plane out of any, uh, to anywhere. This time it's Dallas, but I would think that they're probably done with, with St. Louis after done. three days, D- three nights. Yeah, d- done, but at least leaving with a smile. Were you sure... No. About a minute into the third period, they were going to be leaving with a smile because it was another lead after 40. Oh, blown lead in the third. Well, even in the first, I was going, wait a minute. They're they're out shooting them and this and that. But St. Louis almost, I felt like they were playing better. Now, I think I was recollecting the second period of the last game where the Flames just kind of dominated them. I was kind of expecting that from the start. But yeah, when they scored in that third period, I'm like, oh, oh here we go. This is uh, this is a recipe for disaster. In that first period, and here we are critiquing a win. Flames win, by the way, by a score of four to one, beating St. Louis. So they take three of a possible four points. To sound that adds up, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm with you. It, it's weird because I didn't really feel like they. Not that they were in control of the game, but I didn't feel like they were in any danger. It felt to me like whatever chances the Blues were getting or opportunities, it was coming from their mistakes. It felt like they were turning the puck over. Uegger threw that one right up the middle. It Then Vladar needs to make a big save. It felt like it was unforced errors. But then you get to the near the end of the first period, and I think the Blues had 13 shots, and the Flames were at the 20 mark already or whatever it was. And of the 13 shots, three of them were grade A chances. Sawed off the turnover. That was a breakaway. He goes in. Shen was able to cut in. That Achari play after Backland, I think it was, turned it over, and it was a pad save. They had three unbelievable chances, despite the Flames having nearly double the shots. It goes back to that whole thing we've talked about. Shots versus chances. The Flames get tons of shots. I just don't know how many legit high-danger scoring chances they're getting. Well, now it's just it. It's your critique a win only because you see a lot of similarities in the game and how it was playing out. They're tight. They're out shooting the other team. They should be up by five. Like we should be. Yeah, but your shot quality is. And again, I don't do the math on uh, a percentage of, you know, where the yeah. shot came from. See how, okay, well, they had lots of shots. But were there any that were threatening shots? Like, did Grice really have to stand on his head there? Vladar had to make some saves in the first, but it wasn't like it didn't seem to me. And I, I you know what? Get used to it. This is the Flames. They're going to outshoot teams, not outchance them. So, that, and which is fine. Yeah. It is what it is. But 
That's the truth. You can't be 42 games in and think that it's magically going to change. Pinder and his bell curve can beat it. I don't care how many posts you hit. <laughs> well, it's, I was going to say, Pinder irrelevant. would be telling us all about the goal post tonight, a couple for Japan. Shots were, what, 40 to 26. So there again, a 36-save night for Thomas Grice. I didn't feel like he was that busy. I, I felt like Vladar had to be the better goalie tonight, and he was. Uh, he goes in net. We we were clamoring for it. I think everybody was kind of calling for it. And you know what? Good for him. It's kind of a broken play. Jake Neighbors gets that loose puck, puts it into the roof. But outside of that, Vladar was perfect. He looks good again. What's the math? I, Rick Ball had it at the end of the broadcast. 6-0-2 in his last eight starts. I said it the other day get just go go on a run if you're gonna play you're gonna play well it's your net well, i said trade markstrom so i went even further a while back but <laughs> yeah yeah i know I'm still not sure for at that point but i'll tell you what he's making a case for it he's looked both, like a number one this them, year both, both of them are making a case for it markstrom's playing like he, he doesn't want the job and vladar is playing like yeah i'll take it thank you very much yeah what curve is that? Is that a bell curve where one's going? I'm not uh, sure how yes. that works. Uh, yeah, but I feel like we're at that 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 point right now. He's been very good. He deserves the net. Well, and I, you hope that. I mean, Daryl could be stubborn in different ways, right? But I'm hoping he's stubborn in telling Markstrom, "Sorry, you don't get to play till Vladar starts to sieve out. Not even sieve out, but look fatigued or or you know." Not play yeah, as well I, as you did tonight. Like, you don't play till that happens. And I feel like you're there. I know it's there's half of the schedule, a little less than half, but you can't be squandering points. And they haven't been, in fairness. We keep they having really that haven't. debate. They've been getting points, and I don't know. I, if, if Markstrom hadn't played as poorly as he did in that Oilers series, I would say you need... Let him get his rest, but he's going to need to play himself back into form because you're going to need him come the playoffs. He was so off in that Oilers series. I said at the other day, how did Mike Smith, Mike Smith won the goaltending battle in that series? Like what parallel universe? Where are we living where that happened? But it did. Um, I We joke about it. What if you've got something in Dan Vladar? Well, you just count your lucky stars. I, that's awesome. Good for if us. you had drafted him in the first round and he was playing this well, you'd be, oh, well, he's he's the next guy. Yeah. But because he came in by way of trade, it's like, oh, you can trade him this offseason and get a bunch for him. Hey, listen, they might be in a great spot goaltending-wise. There's a ton of teams out there looking for a goalie, right? Like, would pay handsomely to have a goaltender. And as it sits right now, even with Markstrom, you know, struggling – he would still be a hot commodity if you chose to trade him. Vladar right now maybe hasn't played enough, but I guarantee you there'd be lots of people that lick at their chops to get a chance to get him. And the guy in the, with the Wranglers, Wolf, Yeah, the guy looks legit, right? Like, yeah. you have a great situation brewing. You it, And the best case scenario for to even improve upon it is that Markstrom finds his game just a little bit and now you've got three guys, not that maybe Wolf is wet ready quite yet, but it, he's sure giving you the confidence that when you need him, you can go to him, right? And Vladar, same way. So whatever you want to do, however you want to roll the dice, come you know down the road next year, the year after, you should be in a good spot from a goaltending position anyway. 
And, and Pinder made the point that he, why don't you see goalie deals then? Because you need the cap space and you need to have a need for goal. And, and it's true, but it doesn't change what you're saying is that there's whether they could fit the guy in cap wise or not, there would be a team that would be thinking if would Calgary but, possibly move Markstrom because we could use him. He'd be an upgrade. Well, man, but do you, I, I don't buy the cap. I do buy the cap stuff during the year, but even when there's cap issues, there's, Teams out there that there's ways of making it work. And I, I don't think you're trading Markstrom during the year anyway. It's an off-season move, right? And then teams have time to figure out their cap stuff. So anyway, I, no one's saying I'm joking around trade Markstrom. This, you're not going to do that. But with Vladar playing as well as he is, I mean, Wolf playing as well as he is in the minors, and a guy that was a Vesna finalist last year, you're sitting, look, you're yeah. looking pretty good. You look in the mirror and you look at, or you look at your organization. That's the strongest spot, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that there's. Yeah, I don't think it's close. I'm and not sure. What do you need yeah. to win? I mean, it's crazy because yeah. we've been hacking on marks from oh, Come on, you got a terrible rebound. But what do you need to win in in the NHL? You need good goaltending. I'm sorry, you just do. Yeah. And and we'll move on because it's, you know, we're talking about trading Markstrom. It, I guess t- when I look at it, it's kind of less about trading Markstrom. It's just, well, be careful before you just dish off Vladar. There's been yes. a lot of very good goalies who started their careers with different teams. Your buddy in Buffalo, I believe, was a oh. Chicago Blackhawk before he was Dominic Hasek, Buffalo Sabre great. Mika Kiprasov was a Sa- San Jose Shark, third what, guy in the depth chart. What about this year in Boston? Who's playing in net for Boston this year? Well, they've got uh, Linus Olmark is yeah, killing Linus it. Olmark. And he was yeah. here in Buffalo. Like they let him go. Yeah. Like it's fine. Buffalo is in a completely different world. Their situation that, that well, they're in their own unique situation. But you, there's goalies that move, and everyone goes, "Geez, I, damn it! Maybe yeah. should have kept that one." Manjapani again uh, liked them. He had two goal posts. That line. You guys had the toast for him for BK Beaufort liquor the other night. You could probably do it again. They've been pretty consistent. They've been very good. Coleman gets rewarded with the insurance goal, I guess. Yeah, I guess the insurance goal as this one comes down. That line looks very good. I don't know where we're at with the other two lines, but you, you're you not breaking that line up as they look good again. The other two lines look like they're trying to play professionally. Hockey, do you know what I mean? Like they're good enough and they're out there. But they're not playing with the same passion and emotion that that Coleman and Manjapani and those guys and backs are bringing to the to the ice, right? I think yeah. that I think that's the differentiating. I can't say that word. Different. It's a hard one. Differentiating. It's hard. Yeah, that's yeah. that's too long. Anyway, they're fun to watch right now. Yeah, play them more. I said it last time. I'll say it again. Play them more. And didn't you also cut? I think you made the point that with with Manjapani, he looks like a guy who could have an unbelievable second half. He had that unreal start to the year. I wouldn't bet against it right now because he looks, he well, looks the, it, way more involved. Way and, more and, involved. He's yeah. pissing people off. He's around, and, and the problem before him, and I guess we're talking negatively, or it's kind of a catch twenty two. He was so shitty for so long. That was he got eight goals now. Even yeah. if he doubles his output the second half, he's still on a pace that you're like, eh, 
we expected a little bit more. Like if he's if he's 20 goals, you're like uh, 25. Okay, but we really want 30. 30 is a long way to go. Yeah. But uh, hey, I, I, this is better than what we saw a month ago. But if he can produce at that yes. clip yes. of a 30 goal guy the rest of the way, at least you've at least you've replaced some of that offense that you're missing because you really haven't with Kachuk or Gaudreau. Um, I don't know. We talked about it on the other show today with Lindholm and Huberdo not on the same line. I would not have guessed that would have been the case. I just thought that's going to be a natural fit. Two skilled guys. One guy's you know a little maybe a little bit more the the, the playmaker. Go get the puck. Set the other guy up. But here now again, it was almost like Gaudreau, a better passer than shooter. Who's he passing to? Um, I don't know. I don't. Lucic is on one of the lines, and he's. Right, he's he's Milan Lucic, and I feel like every time you bring up his name, you're kind of, we kind of crush him, or I kind of crush him. But there's nothing that feels like either of those lines is going to take off and and roll for any amount of time. To well, me. and that's the you're right. You, it's hard to bring up Luch because you don't want to crush him because we all like him. We do, and we we value what he was as a player. We understand he's still important in the room and a good guy and this and that. But he can't do what needs to be done up there. And even if he does it for a game, it's a game, you know, it's Mm -hmm. not a sustainable thing, right? Like this Kadri and Huberto and Lucic is never going to, there's no hundred point players on that line ever. They play together. There's no, there's no 80 point players on that line, right? Like you maybe 60, close to 80 but they're they're not an elite nhl line no way no No. way it's just not and uh, you know you mentioned lindholm i'm gonna say it again (laughs) and i'm looking at the scoreboard on my screen and it's four to one and here i did sitting here complaining i don't think he's fully engaged I was. I'll do you one better. I've got hit. I've got it listed in the topics I want to talk to you about. I, I print off the score sheet. Two points. Well, okay. Before we, so we're going to rip the guy with a pair of helpers. Now, what one was on the uh, empty net goal? So it doesn't really count. But he does. But he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't look like he's enjoying himself. He doesn't look no. like he's engaged. He does. He looks looks disengaged, man. He doesn't look like he's having fun. And again, well, not again. He had two buddies, I think, that left, and he went from a top five line in the NHL to at would, least. Is he, is he a second line guy on this team? I don't like what's one and two. Like to be quite honest yeah. with you, Backlund's line's the number one line. Yeah. In, in the way they're playing in all reality, but my point is more: it can't be as fun for Lindholm this year. It's not. There's no way. You got Gaudreau. tossing you tap-ins zipping around you're playing you enjoy it kachuk's being a prick on your other side life like he had it pretty good and now he's yeah it's not a slight against the guys he's playing with but they're not they're not as good as players they are what they are and i I think dubay's working hard and i like watching them play but there's no way that Lindholm hasn't been affected by the by those two guys leaving, Kachuk and Kachuk leaving. 
I wonder too, not that you necessarily think it, but you go from having one of the top lines in the league and being on that and being a part of that and having everybody tell you how great your line is to then this year where probably nobody's talking to you about anything. And you, if you don't wonder in the back of your mind, it's there. It's, so those those were the guys. It was them. It wasn't why me, that yeah. line was good, not so much you. Yeah. And yeah, whether it's correct or not, I just wonder if you think that way. Well, there would be certainly way. be in your psyche to yeah. it would be something you'd be considering. But I don't know. I a four-one win in St. Louis is great, and you got four out of six on this road trip now. Actually, you're like, well, that seems okay. But it is just... one of those things. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, are these the dog days? I don't know what these are. We're a couple weeks away from the all-star break, and you just got to grind out points. And Daryl has said it after the games. And on one hand, you feel like it's a bit of a cop-out. But then on the other hand, what matters? Getting points. Do you care yeah. how you get them or how many? And we've always said how many. So, Well, and it's true. You get the points because you know what? If you make the playoffs, maybe all that excitement comes back. Maybe all that passion and, and energy and that extra drive that you think that Lindholm or guys are missing, maybe that all comes back uh, handsomely yeah. when the playoffs start. Because if you don't make it, you're never going to know. Well, what was it, Dar- but don't finish in a wild card because it's a waste of eight days. Isn't that what Daryl said last year? You'd be going to yes. play Vegas or whoever this year. It does feel like you'd get pretty quick. Wow. There's no way the Flames get through Vegas if they, if Markstrom's not Vesna. It's the same as Edmonton last year. It was a waste of time. Why was it a waste of time? Because the goalie wasn't stopping their best players. And yeah. like that's the equalizer for us. Yeah. The other team was way better, and you didn't have an X factor or something yeah. that came out of the woodwork to compensate yeah. for it. And I, I've lived that. I remember I've said it before on the shows we've done in the past where when I was first came to Buffalo, we went to the finals here. We went into Ottawa for the first series. And you looked at Ottawa's lineup, Alfredson, and I don't even know who was all. It was a Hosa star-studded lineup. Like, they were good. And we looked around our room. It was like, oof. Until you looked in the corner and you saw the gangly goaltender, and you're like, oh, yeah, no, we got a chance here. We'll be fine. Right? Like, the Flames <laughs> yeah. need that. Was it a lot different in uh, in 04? You had Iggy, I suppose, but I had to think there'd be some of those games where you'd be pe- exhausted, peeling off your shit, looking around and being like, we just beat the Red Wings. Like, how, how did that happen? Yeah. Wow. But that's the beauty of having a good goaltender, right? Because you yeah. don't care who you're playing against. You have confidence. Uh, let's do our toast of the game. BK Beaufort Liquor. Man deep in the good folks over at BK Beaufort Liquor. On the west side of town, next to the McDonald's and Starbucks, right across the Trans-Canada Highway from Canada Olympic Park. You're heading out of town, you're heading west. Just stop in there. Pat, grab your uh, grab your pops on the way out of town with BK Beaufort Liquor. You can call Mandy, 403-247-4722. And I guarantee you, if you're from Cal, if you've been around, you know exactly which which spot we're telling you because it's, uh, it's right there and we've all seen it, BK Beaufort Actually, Liquor. If you don't mind calling him, find out if he's any good. Pinder's curious to know. Yeah, if I know. It's... Apparently, he's pretty good. Uh, toast of the game, line, performance, moment. What do you like from the night's uh, matchup? 
I'm going to give Daryl Sutter the toast of the game for putting Vladar into the net. Is that right? I don't think it was a tough decision, but I think it was the right decision, and he made enough saves that it was, you know, I don't know that he was top five of his career efforts, but he played a solid game. So I'm going to toast Vladar. There you go. I was. I feel bad for Dylan Dubé. He gets the game-winning goal. Big goal there in the third period off of a turnover, gets the empty net or a two-goal night. He's up to 10. While I'm talking about it, I wanted to check the notes. Now 10 goals for Dubé. Well, how close is he to his career high? Did you know he had 18 goals last year? Well, Did I not don't... strike me as a almost 20-goal guy. Anyway, I guess it, maybe there were a lot of goals last year. Um, I am going to uh, I'm going to go with Walker Dewar. First NHL goal. And it was a shift or two before he scored. I was right. This, this you slide out uh, Lucic and put him out there with Huberdo and, and Kadri. I'd be just fine with this guy's running around. He's got some speed, big man, and then and then buries that one. You've talked about it too. I was thinking that was when I watched the replay. I was like, "There's what Red talks about when you sometimes when you come into the zone and you're on an odd man rush. Don't wait till you're at the top of the crease to make that pass across for the defenseman to get down and slide." Make it earlier when you Make get across the blue line. Then maybe you've got it back or you can get a shot away. And it was great shot from Walker Dewar there. That was first that NHL was, goal. It was good for him. It looked like he was excited and having fun. He didn't have it. He was. You don't question whether he had any energy for the game or whether he was engaged. He was fully engaged. Family in the crowd. How Wrong jersey numbers. Wrong, Wrong jersey. Jer- yeah. Blame the kid. Blame the kid. Uh I guess it's different for you. What were your parents at your first NHL game or how did that? <laughs> no, run? it's weird. So we're, you've seen that live barn in all the rinks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's, there's, there's coverage of like, you go watch four-year-olds play hockey, right? My old man, first NHL game. Couldn't find it. <laughs> I didn't find out I was playing till the night before. And yeah. then the next, it was an afternoon game, I think. And he's running around town trying to find a game. It was in Jersey. It wasn't, and I'm in Florida. So it's not like there was Canadian coverage of on anything. So you're trying to find American coverage. It's not being broadcast yeah. coast to coast. He had to go to a, uh, I think, what was it called? Seafood Sam's or something like that. And Sammy had a pirated card at the time. Had a point, could, Sammy. Yeah, he could play it on the, the old 12-inch in the back. Yeah, it was no, but my mom and dad, I don't think my folks, my mom wouldn't have seen a game till halfway through my first year. Different, different times back then, right? Well, way different. And I was too cheap to pay for it. (laughs) I was living in Florida by myself. Sorry. And and for, I mean, for Walker Dewar, his family's there. They're just hoping he gets a few shifts. It'd be great to be great if Sutter put him out a few times just so we could maybe yeah. get a picture or watch him. And then he scores. And this is not a first round pick. This is a guy that was signed as an undrafted guy or whatever it is as a free agent. Then he gets a taste last year. They weren't at that game. That's pretty cool. So I'm happy for him, happy for the family. Good on you. A toast for Walker Dewar and for Daryl Sutter. There you go. BK Beaufort Liquor next to the McDonald's and Starbucks in front of Canada Olympic Park, right on the right side, north side of uh, Trans-Canada Highway. Good people. If you like supporting good people, then go and support Mandeep and his family at BK Beaufort Liquor. 
I was thinking afterwards or during the game as well, if we had, as, as we add sponsors to Afterburner here, if we had your your crunch of the game for an auto body shop or a potato oh, chip or yeah. something, we, we knew what it would be in this game. When was it in the second period? I had the note here and I'll look at it, but a huge, just a massive, massive hit. And not often you see somebody get the better of Milan uh, of Milan Lucic and thanks that, a lot not the Mikola guy at the sideboards but Nazem Kadri absolutely laid him right out and I, I love I don't how he plays he doesn't take prisoners he's not yeah, that's picking, right picking his spots he goes after yeah. the big boys yeah, the video is a good one because, and I don't know who the I never paid attention to or bothered who the St. Louis guy was that got out of the way. But Kadri comes in. If we have it, we could play it. Uh, Kadri comes in and just kind of throws the shoulder. So he's coming here. Whoop! Oh! <laughs> and and I mean, it's right on your wallet. That's Lucci just not expecting to get hit there. But that was a good body. You know, take the body, boys. Get on the body. Crash of the game. If you, if you want to support uh, oh, Crunch sure. of the game, contact the uh, Wolverine. Even, Send email a ret or send an email to ret on his phone. Yeah, you'll get it and, and be he'll get right back to you. Um, defensively to in, in this game, and again, I don't want to go and, and pick on pick on guys. I there was the one play where Tanev blocked a shot and then he left and he came back. I he plays so hard and he I'm plays concerned hurt. Concerned with him, I, I think you're feeling the same way I am. Once that bug injury bug because he played a lot of games. And earlier in his career, he was hurt lots. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Came to Calgary, played a full year, didn't he? His first year here? Yeah. Hardly. It. And then the end of last year got hurt. And now you start feeling like, hey, is that injury bug back? Has it found and him you, again? And you call it an injury bug because when I, when people would say, oh, he gets hurt a lot. I was, like, was it like muscle pulls or is he, it's 
injuries from playing hard. It's broken yeah. bones from it's blocking shots. Itself. It's not yeah. like he's, oh, I pulled my, you know, oblique or something. No, it's broken bones or something separated shoulder because a guy fell on you or something like that. So I don't feel that, like the guy is soft or anything. But again, it's, I do worry. And and his partner, uh, Mackenzie Weger, I thought he had a bit of a, a bit of a challenging night. It was not a great night for, for Michael Stone. Zadorov looked a little bit loose. So... You know, at the end of the day, be a little bit better against Dallas. That's the next game, and we'll talk about that. Wow. The, uh, the Stars are the stars are for real. We saw in the playoffs last year what it took to beat them, and I think they're harder out this year. Well, that's the thing. You're critiquing a win, but you beat a team that has mo- a third of their lineup out. So Seven regulars. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's Yep, yeah, we're happy with the 4-1 win. That's great. But if you probably if you put up that performance against their full lineup, you might be leaving with a different taste in your mouth. And at the same time, you give credit, right? That uh, Jordan Cairo, Robert Thomas, those guys are, those are world-class players. Uh, Cairo, a minus three tonight. Robert Thomas, a minus three. If you care, Pavel Buchnevich, he had a five or six game point streak coming in. Minus three there. So I guess, you know, maybe we'll... Have a little bit of positivity. Won't piss on everybody. Yeah, oh yeah, we're really positive. We're good yeah, at that. Be a bunch of positive guys. I meant to ask you because you're in your your basement there right now. Um, what's your? Because at the house in Calgary that you used to live in, a tremendous setup for watching games. You got the big screen. It's cozy. Great couch. You move there. What's the uh, viewing setup? How how comfy and cozy are you there? Actually, it's pretty good. My buddy gave me like a four or five. (laughs) Chucky Collard. He gave me a, a, like, I don't need, I guess I don't need to put a number on it, but a very expensive recliner, like high end recliner. Like I live in this chair. It's amazing. And we found a couch. It's very comfy. Now, TV, a little smaller, 55-inch. But the room doesn't really support a big (laughs) 80. (laughs) Can't get it in. So, but there's so, a fireplace. Uh, it's nice. I got yeah. it's cozy. The shoveler so, gave me shit today. You can't use that gas fireplace anymore. It's too much money. We got our electric bill or gas. Yeah. Bill. <laughs> no more fireplace for that. Yeah. So Johnny Collard there that gave you the chair. Is it like a massage chair? Does it vibrate or is it just? The- oh, it's just one of the a classic leather recliner. Like yeah. just a classic, and it's cozy. because yeah. I hurt my ribs. Remember, I hurt my ribs, and I was sleeping in it. I've got you can maybe just see it over my shoulder. I've got a chair. I got it brand new. It's got uh, nice cup holders, power recline. You plug. It's got the USB ports and stuff oh, to plug yeah. your, your shit in. I've got a. I don't know how big it is. Fifty six inch. So I get it. I get this room all set up for this, you know, studio, yep. this life that we're living now. Hang the TV up there. It's mounted and all that. I was in here for maybe about a week and the TV just stopped working. Mm. And and we've had it for a while. So now it's I got to take it off the wall <laughs> and get rid of it and buy a new one and put it back up. Didn't we? Was it? Did we talk about it on the show where I gave my TV that had crapped yes. out? Yes. 
That's what was you got to do. Have a party. Yes. Yes. So Warner has a 40th birthday party. He has like an amazing race. We got limos. It is awesome. It's one of the greatest nights that we had so much fun, so many laughs. And then the winning team. Well, what, who, who's going to win? What are you, what are you going to get? Well, Rhett comes walking downstairs with this big TV box. It's like, wow, a brand new big screen TV. Holy cow. And I didn't think about it. It was maybe a week later, half a week later, we were at work. I was so, you got the TV, hey? He's like, oh yeah, it was my broken TV. It was the old one. It was, I put the old one that doesn't work anymore in the new TV box. <laughs> they, they got rid of my garbage for me. It was perfect. <laughs> You gotta have a party, boom! So good. I need to have a party. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Get congratulations! Tube, fifty-six inch. Before uh, you know what, I I know that Daryl spoke. They'll be moving on finally from St. Louis and getting on to Dallas. What do they got here, Dallas? Before the what do you think trip? of playing back to back in the same city? Here's the thing. I, who did they they did it versus San Jose and St. Louis? And yeah. you, I don't want to use that as my gauge because yeah, those guess. were kind of some shitty teams. St. Louis, and with all due respect, they're not bad. They're just banged up. And San Jose isn't very good. What if you were playing a a good team in back-to-back yeah. games or if something happened? I don't dislike it. I think that, if anything, there would be opportunity for that second game to be exciting. And These were not good gauges, I don't think, to use. If you're a player, what do you think? I think you dislike it, but it actually makes more sense. Less travel is actually better. It's probably better for you in the long run. But I'm just and 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 I wonder because we haven't done it in Calgary, right? Where the fans have to go see the same team back. Yeah, I don't back. think so. Like I think it's worse for the home team and the home probably. team fans, right? For us watching on TV, well, okay, it's St. Louis, but you're watching on TV. It's you're not paying for a ticket. It's it's not that big a deal. If you had season tickets in St. Louis and you were like, "Wow, really? I saw these guys on Tuesday." Like, and it's a Tuesday Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't so. know if I need to get to that Thursday game necessarily, but I. Uh, if it's one less kind of a weird one-off to St. Louis, that's not really yep. around anything or something. I don't know. I would probably be in favor of getting it done but they're off to dallas and then nashville but before they uh, get out of st louis they meet with the media daryl sutter uh, curious to see what his thoughts he didn't mind the effort the other night did i mean he wasn't too he didn't crush them he said we'll take the point it's a road game got to take it and move on here was daryl tonight following a 4-1 victory against the blues all three games we played against st louis this year really close games going into the third we were able to get a save and score a goal. Is that a textbook road hockey game for you guys? No. I mean, we've played a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, if you look at our road record, I mean, we've got points in 15 out of 22 games. So. How about just, uh, I mean, they scored that early one, but didn't seem around. It was a really good play by them. Yeah. You know what? So they make two two good passes and get a little bit of break, but it's a really good play. So it's no different than quite honestly the other night. We weren't rattled. It was just need, you need to save and you need to score a goal. It's the difference. Good, good to see a young kid in Walker Dewar step up. With, yeah, it's good for the young man from South Dakota. 
It's one of the best ever from South Dakota, isn't it? <laughs> it's the only one, <laughs> I think, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, it's awesome. It's always, I mean, everybody always remembers their first one, so he will for sure. And you still get a kick out of seeing these young oh, guys do it. It's awesome. You know, that's a kid who wasn't drafted. He comes up, comes up the hard way. Goes, spends his four years in school. Starts the American League where everybody should. It wasn't his only chance tonight either. He had a couple of looks at. Yeah, you know, he's been playing different than he did the first game. You know, just the way the, the, just the way the time, the commercial timeouts and the penalties were. It was he couldn't utilize the, all the lines as much as I wanted to. But you know, it stayed ready and. It's good, great play by Naz. Louis makes a good play to get it to Naz. You talked about that Lindholm debate fully line this morning, and then they, they produced the game winner. You know, it's it's not about work with them guys. It's just you know a lot of times they'll get a little bit too vertical in their game and not horizontal, and that happens and it takes away their strengths. And and you know, like Dylan's the speed guy in the line. Lindy's the driver in the middle, and Ty's the you know he's so good on the walls and the shooter and all that. So. When they get too spread out or or uh, not in sync, then it's it's they get frustrated with it. So you just reinforce with them how they should play and can play. Dan Vladar uh, gave you everything you could have asked for. Yeah, so as I said, you need saves. I mean, that's that's the way the league league is. Big saves and timely goals. And our team is, we, you know, we talked about Eric. It's not like a explosive team so we all got to play the same way to give us give ourselves a chance to win <laughs> daryl never uh it, it never if if you pay close attention he'll tell you just how little skill they have when it comes to scoring goals he's yes he's really grooming them in every sense of the right every yeah. all, all facets he's I'm sure when he goes in the room, when they hear the media, when they read the newspaper, it's going to be, we're not that good. We need we just, saves. We need saves. Uh, there's, there, there are a few great little Sutter-isms in there. It's, I don't think that he's loath to do it, but you have to do something pretty special to get some kudos if you're the goaltender. It's the old, uh, boy, the goalie was great tonight. Well, he's on our payroll, too. You know, he, he can play well. That'd be fine. Supposed so, to stop pucks. Yeah, it was, that's you need. Well, you need saves to win hockey games. What else do you want me to say? And Walker Dewar from South Dakota, you know, undrafted, did it the right way. Starting the American Hockey League, which you should. Four years of school, so that's what Pelche did wrong. Is you yeah. know, he was a he was a draft pick. Jacob, too, too Jacob, young. Jacob. Figure it out. But hey. You are happy for those for those guys. Interesting. Now, I was shocked I, you know, when he said fifteen out of twenty-two. Yeah, I mean, I I think I underestimate where the Flames actually are record-wise because again, we were harping on them yesterday after a, a throwing away a game and then losing in in chicago as well and you're like wow grumbling about it and then you go back over their last whatever you guys had the stats points and a a whole bunch of games so it's not like they've completely folded but it just doesn't I, i don't know what it is it doesn't seem they don't they're not inspiring me i guess is part of my problem because i see some of it and i'm like oh all right, Lindholm's lying. Okay, Dubé had 
good. But I wasn't. I didn't. I didn't walk. I wasn't at the rink. But mm -hmm. if I was at the rink, I wouldn't have been leaving the rink, talking to my buddies about how great the Lindholm line was. No, and with now I'm just looking at my phone here, and I'm guessing that it's been updated because Seattle beat Boston. So that's a, the Kraken, man. I'll tell you, um, the Flames remain five back of third spot. And I, I wonder if that, because you got the Oilers and the Flames and the two wild cards. So with that St. Louis regulation loss, they don't move up. But if that gap between third and the Flames and Oilers, I don't, I don't see right now Seattle, the Kings, or Vegas slowing down anytime soon. And for the Flames, they kind of, you know what it was, is you you played some soft opponents and you didn't dominate. You yeah. lost to Chicago. You lost to St. Louis, who was out undermanned kind of thing. That's, I, well, that's the, probably at the, the, at the end of the day, it's, it, there are points. And, yeah. but that's and the second half of that. Every Argue. day. Yeah. Th that their quality of opponent maybe hasn't been so sharp either you know you go back over the last 10 games oh they got lots of points who they play yeah like who have they beat Islanders. it's like those road trips when you go and you play tampa florida carolina and maybe you get one point out of those three games you're more focused on but they, but they played well they hate yeah. those they went in there those are tough buildings that whole stuff yeah. whereas here it's we don't care how hard you played you should have won so yeah but i think we're still right we are. we are. I think we're still right about that. Um, I was trying to wrap my head around what he had to say about the Lindholm line being too vertical and not enough horizontal because usually a coach will tell you less east-west and more north-south. So I don't I don't know that I necessarily got the difference, uh -huh. but then he, then he kind of explained that they get a little bit too spread out. I don't know. We've already kind of talked about Lindholm and that line already on this on this show but it's, they get a game winner out of Dubé he puts in the empty netter a couple points for both Toffoli and Lindholm at the very least they're leaving St. Louis happy with with their personal performances they got some points get a win move on and play Dallas yeah and I, I do think that's important because I don't think you leave Chicago feeling good about yourself I don't think you leave the rink in St. Louis on Tuesday night feeling very good about yourselves. So it is it, it is important for them to leave St. Louis and getting on that plane now and having a smile, a yeah. little lightheartedness, right? Like it, it's way – you win games where you don't actually play well, you're still smiling and having fun afterwards. You lose games where you do play well, you don't get on the plane and smile and have as much fun. Like it's a results-based thing, so I think it's important for them to get that win and to be able to actually lighten the mood, take a little stress off. Because you got big games left, like Dallas and Nashville; those are not tap-ins. Like that's just, they're going to be hard to pull out four points there. So take your points, get a smile, and go in with a little more confidence, hopefully, and a little less stress when you got to go play Dallas. Before we go, we'll do our buy and sell it feature of the program. It is Derek Newman of Newman Dean's Real Estate Group with CIR Realty. You can call Derek. You can give him a, just call him right up. Call Call him right now. He'd love to hear from you right I, now. Typically, I... 619 Sorry. Typically, I email him because I was part of his 
his golf master's pool the uh is that a right couple of years so yeah yeah maybe but well i have to share his email money usually yeah. no so for uh, derek newman of newman deans with cir realty the buy it or sell it I don't i've know. got one i've got one oh i've got one all right and it, and it was the man that just talked and mm-hmm. my question are you buying or selling Daryl's handling of young players this year. Matthew Phillips, Walker Dewar, Pelche has been discussed a lot, but not seen. Is there, should he be doing more? Or is his mindset correct in that mm, the, when the kids are ready, they'll get to play? But right now, my focus is on winning hockey games. What are you buying or selling how Daryl has handled the youth? I'm going to sell. I'm going to sell because you look at, and it, I guess with Pelche, you start to look through that draft class because he's a point per game player in the American Hockey League. And what he's done at the AHL level, it's he's showing elite AHL stuff. Um, do it, and you keep hearing he's doing things at the AHL level that guys his age often don't do. I just don't see when you are this goal starved, when you're this offensively challenged. Is there not some way to put him in? What, how, how, do you, how do you change the roster if there's injuries or if you need to shake things up? I guess you're getting points, but I don't see why. I watch Neighbors tonight for St. Louis. Here's a young guy. You, you look around the league, there's a lot of young guys, a lot of guys from that draft. They've played NHL games. I, I get it. I just don't feel like you're throwing a game in the trash just so you can play Jacob Pelche. What if the kid's good? What if you find out here's a guy that's maybe, maybe his development has really come on. And I know he didn't have a great camp and that hurts him, but you get so into your, I, I mean, I didn't play. I can only assume though, when you're a first round pick and you come to camp the second or third time around, and it's, maybe this is the time you're expected this yeah, you could make the team. And then you, you just psych yourself right out. I just don't see, this is not the 85 Edmonton Oilers where you're taking Glenn Anderson or Yari Curry out of the lineup to, to get a kid in. I think it could help them potentially. It's not just a carrot that you're hanging for good work and good effort in the American league. This guy may be able to help you. I kind of agree with you too. Like, and I guess my, you know, for buy it or sell it, I'd sell it as well. Now I wonder if you, I said this to Pinder the other day. I don't know. I can't remember if it was this afterburner or the afternoon show. I, is it better to not have him around Daryl? Like you heard Daryl at the end of this, or in his interview again. We're not talented. Blah, blah. Is that what a, you want? A potential point producer hearing and being subjected to? I right don't know, because remember Adam Ruzicka? He and Matthew Phillips, when they were playing together with, I guess it was Stockton at the time, they were top two, one, two in team scoring and near a point a game, and Ruzicka's come in, and he continues to play every night, even though the offense isn't think, there. But I think Ruzicka adds something different than, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you're grooming Ruzicka to be a number one centerman. Ruzicka yeah. probably in the AHL was, and... He was probably playing number one because they wanted to get him as many minutes as possible, right? He might not be considered a true number one center, or, or I think he's got the 
he's just as likely to end up playing the third line center as a first line center. Whereas I think a guy like Pelche, I mean, the little bit that I know about him is that he's, he better be putting up points and being offensively productive because mm-hmm. he's probably not going to be relied upon to be a third, fourth line winger. It makes you wonder a little bit if Daryl was here and if Andrew Manjapani had a bad training camp, would he have ever cracked yeah. the lineup and gotten a shot? Because he's about the same build, probably has about the same. I'm just off the top of my head. I don't know what he had in junior or at the American Hockey League, but he didn't spend a lot of time there. I just wonder if he would have been also one of those guys that was so psyched out and so the pressure is so on. If you get a game, you better be good. You better be good because you may not get another chance. (laughs) What if Andrew Majapani is on some other team right now? Maybe unfair to Daryl, but I see how it plays out. They're selling. I am selling. Derek Newman of Newman Dean's Real Estate Group with CIR Realty. Give him a call, 403-619-6661. 403-619-6661. Good guy, that Derek, eh? He came by yeah. and saw the studio the other day. He's tall. I don't like that. Mm. Tall and lean, good looking yep, and I'm good shape. Not sure right. I've ever met him. I've only sent him money through emails. Yeah. But outside of that, uh, square guy. Awesome. You know, he's pretty you got you're gonna you're gonna be able to trust Derek Newman is what I'm telling you oh that's what I'm telling you so more points they get a win and I guess just the final thought when you were saying about you being able to get onto the plane you'll also be able to at least with how my brain works if somebody says yeah but you hey you're getting points you're not winning every game but you're getting points I'd be a little bit more willing to let myself accept that tonight than I would have after the game on Tuesday where you squandered that lead in the third period. It's like, yeah, as bad as Chicago was, we got a point. And we should have probably won that one, but we got a point. And then you win tonight. So it's, hey, it's four of a possible six. We're on the road. It's January. You take it, right? You follow up a tie with a win, and it's always good. You you follow up a tie with a loss, and you're like, oh, especially against the teams they've played recently. But it's it's true all the time. Where A tie, you're like, ah, whatever, if, whether you deserved it or not. You'll take, okay, we'll take the points. Because the next game is what dictates whether you're in shit or not. Yeah. If you if you squander the next two points, well, now you're now you're no good. If you win, eh, nothing to think about. Nothing to see here. So they did the Before right thing. You, yeah. Before I let you go, last question, and it might be the same answer to both. Who do you think starts against Dallas? Who does start? Who do you? Who would you start against the Stars in net coming up in two days? Vladar, Vladar. Half you think to. he'll do it? Ah, uh, I do, I do, I do. Yeah, he was good. He was That's good. The other... Made the saves. He's not going to come out in the in the press conference and and throw you know rose petals at his feet, but he he got them a point against Chicago because he was really good there with some saves when he came in, and he was good in that first period tonight. Yeah. The breakaway from Saad, I thought that was in, because Saad's been on a tear. Yeah, but and, and, Markstrom has, and Markstrom got yanked in Chicago, whether it was a signal to the rest of the team to wake up or not, which Daryl claims it wasn't, but he followed that up with a, with a stinker. So, yeah, I absolutely think he'll go with Vladargan. That'll do it. Afterburner, this is what we do 
on school nights, as uh, Pinder puts it, we uh, we hop on here, give you a little bit of a little bit of uh, you know real good hard hitting sports talk that you need for your drive to work or on the treadmill or whatever it is you do. What when do you listen to a podcast? Are you a big podcast guy? All day, yeah, all day, every day. Yeah. I actually, don't <laughs> listen to anything else. That's right. All right, buddies. That's Afterburner. See you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.